0: Hi, I'm Ellen Newhouse, and welcome to Heart and Soul. Are you ready to live a soulfully inspired life? If you are ready to dive deep, get seriously honest with yourself, and learn to trust your deep wisdom, then this is the place for you. I'll be sharing unfiltered stories from my own life, and those of many other courageous, creative entrepreneurs and transformational leaders who have dug deep inside themselves to heal, honor their amazing wisdom and dare to take inspired action. No more sitting by the sidelines of wishing for a more satisfying life. It's time for you to become the person you have always dreamed of being Have a career and a life you love. Join us each week to be spiritually uplifted and inspired into action. And oh yes, I'll be giving you homework to get you moving closer to your dreams. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Ellen Newhouse, and today we have a most interesting character In the house, his name is Michael Andre Ford. He is an angel intuitive. His unique ability to pull back the veil means people get to meet, hear, and see angels, spirit guides, and other well-known compassionate figures. As Michael moves energy, you transition out of your thinking and into your heart where all is truly possible. Michael holds a degree in international politics and economics from Middlebury College. He is also an avid photographer and author of Listening to Angels, among many other books. Prior to seeing angels and photographing them, Michael worked for many years within corporate America doing business PR and his last job was as a top publicist for the global law firm, Wheel Gotchel. But for all of his success in those days, he couldn't have told you the difference between thinking and compassion. Good afternoon, my friend. It is so nice to have you here. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Ellen. And wow, I mean, thank you for having me on the show. And you're such a treat to meet. So I hope your audience appreciates you and all that you offer. You have such great energy and everyone needs to check out all of her materials. She just rocks it.
0: Oh, thank you. All right. So I have a bazillion questions. Now, for all of you who are only going to see, actually hear the audio of this, Michael is really interesting in his ability to see angels in things like out at concerts or flowers or different ways of seeing absolutely things that are common in everyday life. So, Michael, maybe I'm jumping too quickly, but when did you first, so you're in this corporate America, you're doing this PR work, you're then a publicist. When did you start seeing angels? Like, how did this happen?
1: It was after I left New York. So I was in New York for a long time. I'm an East Coaster, born and raised. And I had actually said, you know, I'm halfway through Andover, Phillips Academy, Andover, that boarding school, Middlebury. I spent four years on Governor's Islands, New York mm-hmm. Street, the Coast Guard base. I said over my dead body after college, I'd ever moved back to New York. And when you say never, watch it. That mm-hmm. was my first job. Wall Street for a few years, then public relations, had a long, fun career, and I'm full of energy. So everyone in New York thought I was from California, But nothing really happened. I mean, maybe I could call doubles in a backgammon game back in high school and I had little things happen, but I would just brush it off. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to think that we're all angel intuitives and we have huge hearts and we're super loving. Mm -hmm. But I just think a lot of us haven't self-discovered, like Mm -hmm. figured our own selves out. And for a lot of us, it could take three decades, a whole lifetime. And on your last breath, you're like, oh, now I know what he was talking about in Ellen's podcast. So mm. I got out of New York and I had bought a home in Austin, Texas, and I had just a bunch of stuff happen. One was a layoff. One mm. hour notice, 72 of us. I think I was the only one excited because I was Kurt Russell trying to figure out my escape from New York plan, uh-huh. if, if nobody minds a movie reference. And so I got out of New York, but I didn't have a real game plan, but stuff started happening. And 2,000 little events isn't going to really help anybody else out, but my senses kind of expanded I realized there was something called thinking. Why are half the folks in New York cranky? And I'm not complaining about New York. It's, but also there's trillions of layers of compassion. And so we usually are all too busy with our lives, business, family situations. My problem is I got to pay these bills, illness, you name it to ever look up or to look within and find our own hearts and be more love and kindness first to ourselves and then others.
0: And was there a moment within all of this moving and moving away from corporate America? Was there any like crystal line moment where you said, oh, wait, there's an angel right here?
1: Was OK, you- yes, there's one I'll share. Okay. So I have a lot of intuitive friends, but I didn't know necessarily they were intuitive. I couldn't grasp it before. I might have gotten a goosebump on my arm. But it's like ballet, if you can't appreciate ballet, you're know you just not gonna get it. And then maybe in your life later, you will. So there's a lot of consciousness levels. We all know this. It could Mm -hmm. be cooking, exercise, yoga, whatever, traveling to a certain country. So I've figured out that intuitiveness exists. That just means more listening, slowing down. That's it. But I also grabbed a camera as a security blanket. I took like Mm -hmm. 9,000 photos. So I have photos of angels. People see with their own eyes. They can see as a group if they own it individually. So I feel like I'm really lucky I'm off the hook. Everyone gets mm. to be Lorna Byrne from Ireland or Neil Donald Walsh, you know, the whole listening to God thing. But the bottom line is there was a moment living room. I haven't really met an angel yet. Officially, I'm seeing a little bit pink roaming candle came out of my living room. I feel like it's the Disney animated version of Christmas <laughs> Carol. I have pink roaming candle from the floor to the ceiling and huge whoosh, maybe two feet around of pink light that made my jaw drop. And I said, whoa, what is that? And then it happened again a split second later. And that's the very first angel 2000 plus people have met named Joy, whose high peppy voice, high vibe. She's the emotion joy. You oh. can call her the ambassador communicator who just helps you park it up top long enough to do stop and listen. This is basic listening and it's basic feeling and basic seeing. We think it's complex, And clearly it is a big deal, but that's only in your brain.
0: Okay. Now, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to slow you down. Sure. Because you are very, very zippy and I love that energy. But for those people who are listening who may be very, very busy creating lives that they love or busy supporting their families, what is one of the steps like would joy, the spirit angel joy, could she say, or do you ever talk to her? Like, could she say, well, what people most need to do is?
1: Yeah, I could. I can handle that one quickly. If people would just take a breath or smile a little more, pop out of thinking, just, you know, a little less thinking. We're not talking much. How about 5 to 10% less thinking a week? That's all mm-hmm. of it. There's mm-hmm. no big, like, you have to let go of thinking and be a different person. You already have it all within. So we're talking like a minuscule amount. Maybe what is that? An hour or two hours a day? I can't do the math, but Mm -hmm. an hour or two hours a day of less thinking. And that could just be a walk. It could be just sipping on tea a little more slowly. Mm -hmm. It could just be taking a deep breath. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if anyone's ever noticed the brain will tell you you took the breath when you really didn't. And an hour later, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." you found five other tasks to do. Mm -hmm. Even cleaning the dishes to avoid taking the breath. There's a part of us called resistance or judging when we, I mean, look, we all slap labels on everything, everyone, sports teams. Hmm. It's just, we know also in our heart that stuff is always bigger than what we think it is. And that's the lesson of life is that we constantly get challenged with change and it's our opportunity for growth and not just any like, you know, the cheesy kind of growth. It's just our expansion, our opportunity to love a little more. That's the mm. whole point in life. If love's the fabric of the universe or the Beatles, I think it was, love is all there it is. This is just an opportunity to like slow down. And I'm doing two fingers, showing a couple inches here, just a little bit. Like, no pressure, take a load off. Yes, I've already suggested a lot. The idea of eating, uh-huh. seeing angels is a lot. Let's throw a wrench into the whole thing. You can see angels in full-on human form. Oops. I did it.
0: Okay. No. Okay. Okay. No, explain this. You have to slow down and explain it because not everybody has the opportunity to see angels the way you see them.
1: Yeah. Except I would argue that everyone's got a big heart and that you get out of your own way because let's compare it to exercise diet. Oh, I'll never go hang gliding. I'll never, by the way, I'll never get in a balloon or go hang gliding, but Mm -hmm. let's just, you know, all those things we think we can't do, Mm -hmm. Half the time, we really could if we just slowed down, got out of our own way, Mm -hmm. and allowed with a capital A. So, allowing is a big thing. That's just parking the brain and what we know long enough to be in the heart.
0: Okay. So, I'm going to go very, very slow. Very like do it. So, let's imagine that you're working a regular job, you're really bustling. How do I know if I've got out of my brain and into my heart? How will I know? how do I know it feels <laughs> to sit in my heart?
1: That's the beauty of this is first you have to discover the difference between being in the brain, your own thinking, which part of that little intuitive voice of your own, kind of like Thomas mm-hmm. Magnum from that 80s show, Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. He had that little intuitive voice. Now, half the time it's right. It's peaceful. The other mm-hmm. part is self-judgmental. It's very judging. It's not mm-hmm. fun. So mm-hmm. you have to figure out which is which the heart doesn't need the details. It just loves, it's ready to go. You're fully capable when you're there. And that's why athletes get this right away. When they're in the zone, they just know how to perform at mm-hmm. their best. And it's business people who get it, who just know how to get the yes. But what a business person doesn't understand maybe is that they have that capacity on all fronts, that it's really their heart getting the yeses and they could go ahead and be that great artist on the side, no hold bar. Same thing with the athletes that one moment really can be the same. Letting go is letting go. So I'm going to give you the final answer on that first question, which is how okay. do you know? It's such a great question. I always say, well, how do you know it's a great cup of coffee? You just know some part of you and you're going to have to learn to trust it. for the audience, the listener, I totally agree with you. There's no way angels could exist except 10,000 photos, 2,000 people. You can do it in a group. I'm off the hook, blah, blah, blah. But look, you first have to figure out Brain, mind, ego, thinking versus heart. There's a difference. The heart is like awareness, unconditional love. It could be a lifetime journey. Some people just bam, they're already there. Others discovered it. You don't have to have five near-death experiences to get there.
0: (laughs) Okay, for those of you who are listening, I'm going to give you a little exercise. You know, Because I know how hard this is. I spent, (laughs) like Michael, many, many years in corporate America. And my journey into the heart happened swiftly with a swift kick from the universe and I became very ill overnight. But if you are wanting to know, how do I know if I've left my mind and I've entered my heart? I want you to think about somebody you absolutely love without question or something like maybe it's a pet or and you know you love children in the world. whatever you absolutely love, I want you to feel that for one moment, and then you'll know that moment you're sitting in your heart. And then boom, the next moment, your mind is gonna start kicking in again with all sorts of thoughts. But for that one moment, you were sitting in your heart. Okay, so Michael, when was the first time you saw an angel in human form?
1: I'm not sure exactly when, but I can tell you some locations and I can try to toss out an example. Definitely in Maui, there was a Portuguese ballerina taking time off from life. They can have great cover stories. I got to surf with her. It was really an angel named Heather popping in. It made my whole trip. It made the next two months. New York City, Sweden. I was too early for a half marathon. Olympic Stadium there from like 1912. It looks like a Viking castle. I'm the only person in the place and in walks a UCLA track star. Young, blonde, I was afraid to talk to her. 20 minutes later, I got to chat. It again made my trip. And so I'm sure the real UCLA track star was back in L.A. But look, this is a lot to take in. But if you ask, if you allow, Mm -hmm. ask and receive, you don't have to do any of the work that you think you're hearing right now in the interview. So just ask more (laughs) blindly. If you're still kind of on the fence about any of this, don't listen to me. Just ask more blindly to the universe. Just If you could take one little tidbit of advice, you're heard. You're not alone. I help people meet past over loved ones and pets, but that's like later. I help a person do like 50 little baby steps so they get comfortable with all the concepts that Ellen's bringing up because she's right on. It's so much. It's like, it feels like you're being told to go up a mountain, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to remind you that the mountain is really just going the distance from your brain to your heart, all foot and a half of that. Mm -hmm. And so you're really just dropping down and you do it all the time. When you hit a light switch, brush your teeth, do your art, sing. Name anything that you love to do. What Ellen mentioned, the where do you get excited? Where's your passion start to come from? Your mm-hmm. heart. What makes your world? When does an hour feel like 15 minutes? There you go.
0: So now do you speak with your angels daily or did you pray to God to have your angels come to you or how does that work?
1: I must have signed up for this somehow because my main <laughs> role is helping people meet their own cheerleading squad. So angels, guides. Passed over loved ones. It's, you know, look, this is a lot, but I'm surprised over the last 11 years or so. I'm really surprised. Like one out of three people can totally handle all this. They're like, got it. What's next? So I'm a little mm-hmm. challenged. And that's how I've gotten so creative with all these different exercises. But I must have signed up for this. The shock of the layoff, the shock of a few other things culminated all at once. And I think we all get to go through a moment like that. It's not fun, or at mm-hmm. least it's not mm-hmm. fun at the time. And we think something's happening to us. But what we don't recognize is sometimes it's the greatest opportunity. I broke my ankle in 2018. I heard from angels I'd be running just fine. Don't worry about it. I had a surgeon who was like Celine Dion, nicest woman in the world, her staff. They got to meet angels, but I also got running right again. But it helped me do some real estate stuff, shift direction. It changed my flow. Mm -hmm. And I was already Mm -hmm. talking to angels at that point, so I trusted. I allowed, I had just had a little, and you can call it faith, but Religious, non-religious faith, I call it letting go. Mm. It's not everything has to be driven by action up in the brain. And what you'll find is it's very much like Star Wars or any of the other metaphors, films, allegories that we rely on in society. Christmas Carol, you learn to be a little more just conscious of how you're spending your energy and more importantly, where you're putting your focus. Because where you put your focus is how you spend your energy. If it's unpleasant, you're literally saying unpleasant's okay for you. Hmm. Keep moving on, stay positive. That's the number one thing for abundance. Obviously, we all want money and there's nothing wrong with it. But positivity, your attitude, how you approach your moment to moment existence is everything.
0: Yes, I would agree with that. So you talked about taking people through baby steps so that they can open up. So you basically are not speaking to the angels like or you're not channeling the information From the angels to the person is what I'm assuming.
1: Correct. I'm channeling technically. And if you want to go all new age, I've gotten about 700 answers to what Mike does for people. And one of them that would sound all complex. So I don't want people to be scared off, but it's literally, it's like multi-dimensional channeling for a trans-dimensional experience for the person in front of me. It's they're doing all the work though. And they're really not doing any work because it's angels doing all the work. So let's just blame angels. That's it.
0: <laughs> no, let's not blame the angels. <laughs> well, blame I mean, Canada those, then. Those poor yeah. angels. So exactly. in general, like, do you, you know, right now, I think with all the changes that are going on in the world, people need to be comforted, right? There needs to be some place where we can all stand as we're going through these changes. Because for me, my understanding of COVID is that COVID came to this planet as a way to awaken us to a deeper part of ourselves. But do you ever, like, can you reach the angels and do they have any messages for all of us going through COVID or have you heard any messages about this time?
1: I would just say, again, the big picture, like the home run, the Olympic gold medal of all time, when people talk about a shift in consciousness and they go all big and we got to watch out, I'm going to repeat that back to 5 to 10% less thinking is the gold medal. Just make it easy on yourself. Enjoy the moment a little bit more. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Careful with others. It's the whole golden rule thing and just a little more kindness. So that is a way to go. And Back to the baby steps thing, just to kind of digress a little, I do something yeah. super basic for folks. I help them see their energy or the flow or the force from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know this energy, like you go to pick up a relative at the airport. You haven't seen them in a while. And at a distance, you both light up. Mm-hmm. You're out of your but you can feel each other. You're excited or anything else. So many things you use this navigation system unconsciously. You're at the supermarket you're going to get the milk, but there's two people arguing. You're like, I'll come back later. I don't want to be near that. So whatever that is, I help you see it. And Mm -hmm. I happen to see an HBO movie. You asked about like a detailed experience before i had met angels. I think I'm sitting on my couch and I was watching some HBO movie and I think it's the Celestine prophecy. I'm putting my fingers up like a giant pencil. I think it's James Redfield in his movie. They won actor from like JAG shows the actor from Band of Brothers how to see their energy on their fingers in the jungles of Columbia somewhere. But in India, they make a tent. And it's a cultural thing globally. Like You can just see your flow of light between your fingers. It's white, yellow, green, beautiful colors, 10 colors at once. It's when you truly let go. And I don't know how, but I was really cocky on my couch that day. I'm like, I could do this. I'm the only one out of 3,500 people that freaked out. I saw white light everywhere. I didn't understand what I was seeing. It was bright. It was pretty. But the psyche side of me, the part that has to have control, the part that has to have structure, the part that can't allow anything that I don't already know that's right in front of me, completely mm-hmm. freaked out. I ran to my kitchen and I'm the only one who freaked out out of 3,500 people. I did circles in my <laughs> kitchen for probably 10 <laughs> minutes yelling out loud. What did I just see? What did I just see? I was probably mm-hmm. like a goldfish in a goldfish bowl freaked out. And mm. you know that's going to happen for some. I'm the slowest learner in the West Six Mm -hmm. months for what everyone does in five seconds. Two years for what everybody Mm -hmm. does in one minute. This Mm -hmm. is just basic letting go. When you go to hit a tennis stroke, if you're thinking about the racket and the ball in the wrong way, too much Mm -hmm. in the brain, you're going to hit that ball over the fence. Hmm. Same thing with shanking the ball on the golf course versus letting
0: go. Interesting. So in the time that you've been doing this, what has been the most surprising to you?
1: That everybody's the same. And even the big institutions that offer wellness, holistic, all the woo-woo, all the spiritual, all the healing, all the everything else, everyone still has a part of us that does thinking and Mm -hmm. it knows our reality and it's okay because that's, it keeps us safe. It tells us where we're at, but the universe and your personal potential and your heart is always completely 1000% there and you are ready to go at any point. You don't have to wait on anything. That whole Dr. Mm -hmm. Seuss waiting game book that everybody give for graduation or name any movie. It's the whole metaphor of man, the duality of man. Let's go Buddhist mm. or Zen. Stop asking the questions that take you away from the heart. And even if you did meet angels, it doesn't mean, even if you did, I think the record's 49 pages of answers, nine hours, somebody sat and listened and got all their mm. answers and they got their hugs and they got to see. But two weeks later, you could be locked up tight, shut like an oyster, all over again. So it's the act of letting go and getting into your heart out of what you know long enough to enjoy the moment. So have that cup of coffee, look out at the ocean, say hi to the pointy bird in the tree, do your mm-hmm. art, do your music, hang out with friends, laugh, laughter. Mm-hmm. Even if it's laughter and helping others breathe and smile, wave to a stranger, mm-hmm. greatest act there is. I'm getting goosebumps saying that. Mm-hmm. Compassion. Mm-hmm. And you can be, here's one last message and this would be from angels. Absolutely. You can be happy now in this moment for absolutely no reason whatsoever. No. You could be happy now for no reason whatsoever. Think of all the reasons why, for the listener out there, why there's no way that's possible. You don't understand my situation. This is the crux of the whole thing. No. Yeah, it's about being.
0: Oh, it's that. So of all the angels that you have ever worked with, who's your favorite angel?
1: Okay. I change every day, but Audrey Hepburn's a big a big name and lots of fun. And she moves in old photo. You know how a historical photo doesn't move at all. Well, since there's no limits in life or sky's the limit, mm-hmm. it shocks people when for one second they see her smile, wink, shoulder waggle, eyebrow goes up. You get it your way. It's mm-hmm. Burger King, 1980s. When is she's fantabulous and you can feel her sparkle, her mm-hmm. zip. She gives great answers, and she even you can feel the small of her hand on your back and get some healing. We Mm -hmm. all need healing and it doesn't have to be the woo-woo-woo type of healing. It's (laughs) just taking the stress off your shoulders and helping you feel more at ease in the moment. That's all. The brain wants to convince you that you have something going on. Later tomorrow, I'll get into my heart. I'll listen to Mike next week. Mm -hmm. It's just like exercise and diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Ellen. I really should. I'll start next Mm -hmm. week. Those Mm -hmm. are the top things ego tells ourselves to keep the story going
0: and we're not our story. Well, I love that. We are definitely not our story. (laughs) All right, my dear. Is there anything else that you would love to leave my listeners with today so that they can feel a little bit more calm and a little bit more peace as we all transition through this time?
1: Sure. I'll do two quick things. One, Archangel Gabriel once said, always try. But we know Yoda says, no, try. And they're both correct. It's not about words. So... Don't worry about trying or no try. Realize it's not about being up in the brain. It's about being in the heart. So I'll do one final quote. It's sort of a Native American quote. And by the way, you can meet Native American chiefs who are wonderful. Mm. Geronimo steals the show. Uh, Here's the Native American quote. In American society, we think something is happening when there's talking. In Native American tribes, something's happening when there's silence. I
0: love that. Mm. I love that. Michael, it has been such a joy to have you with me today. Thank you so much. If people want to get in touch with you, because I know you help them to read, well, hear their own angels, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you?
1: Sure. The website's just my name. It's Michael Andre Ford. So Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Andre, like the champagne, A-N-D-R-E, Ford, like Mm the car.com. And on Amazon, there's a little $4.99 book called Listening to Angels written in around 2014. Now, if you think I wrote it, which I did do the typing, I saw balls of light, but it's written by angels. It's so gentle and compassionate. It's a 15-minute read. There's probably eight reviews on Amazon. And my Amazon author profile is just amazon.com forward slash author forward slash not James Patterson. It's forward slash angels. Not even my name, just the word angels, but it has all my books there. But just do listening to angels. It's $4.99, less than a cup of coffee. You can do it all. You never need me. You just have to believe that your heart is big enough to do its own work.
0: Hmm. Beautiful. Well, my friend, thank you so much. And for those of you who are listening, I'll be back with you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on the Heart and Soul podcast. It's such a joy for me to be with you. I know firsthand how much easier it is to rise when you have community to laugh with, shed a few tears with, and be inspired by. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, please contact me directly at ellennewhouse.com. And while you're there, grab the special resources I have created for you to begin to take inspired action in your own life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.